Welcome to the Pub People Podcast. In this micro brew episode, we are discussing the board game ranking engine's year-end review of 2018. Let's get to it. Hey guys, guess what happened? Well, what happened? 2018's over. You know what that means? What does that mean? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Tell us, Proper Brian. <laughs> I, got, I got a different script. Yeah. <laughs> hey, when he says, you know what that means, we all needed just three of you like, tell us. No, that's dumb. You guys, you have a better one? <laughs> Seriously. Uh, well, I, we got some board games that we that were played and some people that played them and a lot of people ranked board games. Yeah, let's talk about the ranking on our ranking for a minute. Yeah. yeah. I like to to go through and, and look at the stats that come through on the ranking engine and I watch as, you know, kind of the rankings update and stuff like that. But that's all by the way, in case you don't know, that's all we hire him to do is look at the ranking engine all day. So he stares at a screen all day and looks all day. at a moldy dungeon. All day. Yeah. No, so um, if you're not familiar with the ranking engine, we also call it the board game ranking engine. It's on our site, www.pubmeeple.com. It's a way to input a list of games or import a list from Board Game Geek and then compare those games two at a time to eventually come out with a top games list. And so since May of 2018, uh, we've been collecting data on that, on, on, on the games that have gone through it. And it's actually... Uh, been a way busier than I thought it would be. So we, we have yeah, this the, thing like blew up kind of beyond what we at least what I imagined. Yeah, way beyond what I imagined it would. A lot of people like to do, you know, like to rank things amazingly enough. Anyway, just to kick things off, I, we're going to go through the top 10 and some other little uh, awards. Uh, I'm putting that in air quotes just so that you know, no, no, awards. we have Pub Meeple awards now. Yes, yeah, no, this is legit. <laughs> if go. your game is on this, you need to take it back to the manufacturer, have them print our well, call us first and we'll give you our logo. And this is this, you can say you are number 58 on our Pub Meeple <laughs> thing, and that'll sell lots of games. That's can exactly right. Email us at pubmeeple at gmail.com. So, the first thing I want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, is, is just, just is that like not a, very flattering? You're number 58. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I said, the, it's been way busier than I thought it would be. So we had, between May and December, so that's about half a year, we had almost 11,000 lists put through the ranking engine. Nice. That's a lot. So the, the total number of actual games ranked was about 730,000. I didn't really an- anticipate that, that like unique, at all. When, unique games? No. Oh, okay. like, like total... Like, in other words, so, I mean, a game might have been ranked 3,000 times. Gotcha. Individual list items, I guess you could yeah. say. You know, 730,000. I mean, I just... That, that's a volume a that's being pushed it's, through that That's that almost website. a million. Which, to me, I mean, obviously, we recognize that there are other sites out there that have rankings on them. They have a, probably a lot more data than we do, but I still feel like with that many things coming through it, the top games that we have on here are... Um, are valid you know yeah. it's like we have a valid yeah. well not just that but <laughs> if anybody's listening to this podcast they've likely already been to our website and perused the ranking engine if not used it so in in a lot of ways this is your list and i think that's what i think that's pertinent to this particular microbrew is if you're listening to this and you've used our ranking engine you had a part in where this these rankings have come out right so we can and so this is kind of for you yeah we can call this the the people's choice list i mean uh, and to uh, not take up too much more of your time, we're going to go ahead and jump into that top 10. So the 
Number 10 game on the list for 2018 was Blood Rage. Oh, man. So you guys can comment on this way more than I can. So I haven't played it. I haven't raked it. What? No, I haven't played it. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's a good game. And I'm not surprised to see it on the list. No, no, it's good. This um, is a game where you can lap people. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I wasn't going to go there. I know you weren't. Maybe we can just can't get away it, from it. Keep, you know, go high on that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we don't get into a fight. Uh, number nine was Orleone. Yeah. Orleone. It's a good game, man. It's Orleone. a really good game. Little, di- little uh, bag building. Little bag building, yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you, is that all you call it, bag building? Yeah, it's a bag building. Uh, a little bit of, I guess you kind of worker worker placements. It's a worker of, placement with a bag building. A little bit of bag building mechanic. Okay. Bag building. Yeah, good good game. And I'm not surprised it's a, it's a popular one. Cool. Number eight was Pandemic Legacy Season 1. Really? Yeah. At number eight, I figured that one might come, have come in higher just because it seems to be incre- have maintained its popularity. Yeah, so one thing I would note here is that since we've only been gathering data since May of 2018, that's one of the things that's actually interesting is the games that end up higher on our list or the ones that were higher on, let's say, Board Game Geek aren't as high on ours because perhaps they're they're kind of fading a little bit with time and we might see that reflected in in other rankings eventually too but moving on number seven is viticulture essential edition i thought it was interesting that it was the essential edition was called out because viticulture is also in the rankings you know it's farther down but that it was that specific one was called out in the top 10. i think that what's what's kind of interesting on that is that two editions of viticulture actually made the list so um and that means there's a ton of people playing that game and whatever version they're playing that's pretty that's pretty crazy essential editions is the one that i've been able to get my hands on easier so i'm wondering if that has something to do with it being higher up it probably does i don't know if it's but i would say that that's that's the only version i've played and it it has a lot of i think it's the the one that most people want to go in anyway so so number six is great western trail i think just brian will be happy about this what what yeah that's a good game so good yeah i like i like fister so i'm glad he's represented Number five is the oldest game on in the top ten, anyway, is uh, The Castles of Burgundy. Really? It made it number yeah, five? number five. That, that game's got some staying such power. Such a good game, man. Yeah, I like that one. Oh, man. I, I had a good time playing that. not played this. And oh, good man. at two players, so if you want to play it, Chuck, two-player-wise, would yeah, do it, it. It plays good throughout the whole player count. Yeah. Like it, it, it's great. It skills very well. So th- And it being at number five says a lot to me, simply because it's an older game, uh, I would expect you know, to see kind of, since we've only been collecting data for this short amount of time, I would expect to see kind of the hotness games, you know, up at the top. And for it to be at number five is is interesting. And the same kind of goes for number four, it's Concordia. It's not mm. it's not as old as Castles, but it's definitely older than some of the games on this list. Man, I like that, four yeah. and five. I, I like yeah, that combo, good, that duo, because I'm a big fan of both games. Both games are really great. Man, I'm liking this list. Like, it's jiving with my personal list. Like, <laughs> How many times did you rank games? Like, I feel like this yeah. is your list. Is yeah. that what this is? <laughs> Gary's the only one Maybe ranking games. I spammed games. it a few, like, 10,000 times. <laughs> 100,000 games. No. So, number three, uh, isn't uh, too big a surprise, but it's uh, Gloomhaven. I still have not gotten that one to the, you, you own that one, right? Well, yeah, we can do, like, a one-off if you want. No, we can, so we can try it out. I don't, I mean, I, I, I played it with you, and I, I enjoyed it. But that game is so hefty and big and kind of daunting. And maybe it's just my situation in life, having a lot of little kids and not having a ton of time to play games. But people love it. 
Like, but it, yeah, I well, got a confession to make though. I haven't dived into the campaign at all. I've only done like what I did with you, Proper Brian, where we just played the the kind of one-off mission with the with the randomizer cards. And the reason is is because I'm saving the campaign, spoiler-free, for an opportunity to actually get a committed campaign going. And I want to do that with somebody, even if it's just one other body. And my wife said no, so I'm waiting for I don't know a friend for life to come over and play Gloomhaven with me. And I kind of want that person to not have played it before, which that player pool is getting lower and lower because a lot of the guys I know that play it, that that like it, have already played it. So, well, if I could make that happen, I would yeah. make that happen. So. Yeah, we might we might just buy a compound somewhere and then just have all my friends come live at our <laughs> compound, and so we can play these <laughs> these games together. Is that creepy? Okay, number two. <laughs> number two. <laughs> uh, terraforming Mars. I'm not surprised at that one. That one just I been haven't played the this BGG game hotness. yet. It's really a good game. It's good. You played it's it good. now, right? It's good. Yeah. I've been on the threshold of playing this one so many times, and even the threshold of buying it. But it's always I need to play it. Yeah, I, I need to play, play it too. You need to play it. All of you need to play it. So does anybody here own it? Yeah, own it. Okay, I own it. Yeah, put that on our gaming getaway. Yeah, I'll bring it. Thing. We'll rectify that. So the number one gamers. Is everybody ready? Yeah. yeah. And well, to me, this. Isn't a surprise because I really love this game, but it's Scythe. Yeah, Scythe is the number one. Scythe is you, the number you one game. You told us that. I just I, I forgot. So I saw something interesting on the uh, uh, Board Game Geek or Dice Tower. I don't remember. It was on Facebook. Someone actually asked which game they should buy out of Scythe or Terraforming Mars for Christmas money that they got. I, I find that interesting that it's our the top two, number one and yeah. number two. It's like, have these like two which one? Uh, either. It's a, great. A while back, you them. said a couple of these games. I think it was these two games have been duking it out. Yes, and they're. Conti- I guess they continue to do so. Yes. So, and right now, Scythe has a little bit more of an advantage, so they're not flipping back and forth as often or at all right now. Scythe has kind of cemented its spot at number one. I guess, especially you know, 2018. This list is kind of in well, the in the books. Well, but and these are both games that came out with an expansion this year too. That's very yeah. true. So I, mean, I think that that's one thing that we've talked about before. It's it's still fresh for a lot of people because of the the continual expansions. Yeah. But one is finally getting a lead on the other. And it'll be interesting because I believe it's been said that. Scythe is not getting any more expansions, so to see what kind of staying power it has. As, as a matter of fact, I saw on Facebook, Jamie just posted that the um, MSRP has gone up for Scythe. Uh, I guess because they're, he's expecting less sales, and I think production quality is actually starting to go up. It's it's something about it. It's got to eventually. Yeah, so I mean, it, it, so just, it's just it's one of those things. If you want to get it, you might want to think about getting it. Getting yeah. it now. It's a great game. Yeah. We recommend yeah. it highly. Wouldn't I think it was our, number, it was it our number one this year for games yeah. of all time as well. well so we that so, with our, so our yeah, top five. I think we yeah. would recommend that as well. And now that we've you know we've seen our top ten, I thought it'd be interesting to see how that list compares against some of the other staples out there for ranking games. And one of them obviously is Board Game Geek. Uh, so between Board Game Geek and ours, we had five crossovers. Uh, you've got Great Western Trail, Scythe. Terraforming Mars, uh, Pandemic Legacy, and Gloomhaven appear on both our list and their list. But even more interesting is the Dice Towers People's Choice Award this year, their top 10. Uh, we had eight crossovers with them. That's oh, a wow. Lot. So this, yeah, so, right. that's wild. So, wow. ba- so basically, uh, I mean, way out of the 10, 80%. That's really interesting because I didn't think, I didn't know this was the same cross section. People using our ranking engine and the people voting on that, I didn't realize were similar. So it probably is some people using our engine to come up with their rankings that they put in for the people's choice stuff. But it's also, I think, because, you know, the Dice Tower thing is a yearly thing and Board Game Geek is not. Board Game Geek is kind oh, of a, is kind of an a, good, a cumulative a good look at, at, at games over time. That's why you still have 
Twilight Struggle on the board game geek list, which is 89 on the ranking engine. Mm. But uh, even more interesting is, is on the Dice Towers People Choice, Terraforming Mars is number two and Scythe is number one. So ours and theirs match um, on the number one and number two. Wow. Yeah, so... That's pretty cool data, really. Yeah, honestly. it's interesting. It's and interesting. it gives some validity to the data that, you, that we're collecting as well. Not that you just want to hear the same list over and over, but using a different method, because this is a very different method of collecting data. Um, we're, we're getting a consistency in the hobby, so... Well, but also, I think it's cool that as we get more uh, comparisons, you know, that data just becomes more and more... It just kind of, to me, it seems a little bit more, more and more accurate, right? We had a million well, eventually, comparisons. I mean, that's, that's we'll a lot. Have, well, eventually, we'll, we'll be able to do both, right? Are, you, are, are we collecting it such that we can get of all time and of 2019 next year? So, Absolutely. So, awesome. yeah, it keeps track of the all-time ranking, yearly rankings, and actually monthly rankings also, but those, nice. aren't, those see, aren't posted anymore. I'm excited yet. to see where me we too. are yeah, in a year. Cool. Like, so when we, when we do this, this microbrew again next year, I want to see what the all-time rankings are. And then I'm, I'll be interested to see, as always, like what's popular next year. I think that'll be really interesting because next mm -hmm. year we can actually do two separate lists, essentially. Right. And you can actually get a look at, if you go to the ranking engine, there's a link at the top to our, our current rankings. Right. And so on that, you have the all-time list right now. You'll have the 2019 list showing up soon whenever we get enough data in there for it. But you also have the, basically the past 30 days, what's happened in the past 30 days which is a good you know, kind of indication of the trend that, yeah. you know, that's happening. So a couple other little, little points before we wrap up. So the most popular game, in other words, the one that was ranked most often was Pandemic. Um, that doesn't surprise me too much. Pandemic so, Prime? Like the yes, like original? the original Pandemic. It was ranked 3,253 times. <laughs> so a lot of people play that game. Yeah, yeah, it's a good game. So this next one is, I'm calling the best publisher. In other words, the the publisher that at least currently uh, the way I'm collecting the data in the top ten had you know kind of the best games, and that was Stonemaier Games. So with Scythe being number one and Viticulture showing up, also yeah. we can say that Stonemaier is the best publisher of 2018. There you go. And they can say that too. And they can we say said it too. It. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you need a well, if you need a pub meeple approved, you know, like logo or something. Yeah, just, just hit just us up. Us, hit yeah. us up well, and we'll we'll uh we'll draw <laughs> one up real quick and on a napkin. And they've got a new game that's that's coming out. That's oh, come we'll already come better. out. So is Wingspan? Yeah, so I think I think they're gonna stay high in the list for next year because even if Scythe drops down, I think Scythe will probably still be in that top. My prediction would be that it'd be in the top ten. And if their new game does half as well as side did, it, it may end up there as well. Sure. So so a couple other, what I'm calling niche favorites. These are games that weren't ranked a whole lot, but were ranked really highly. Uh, the way that the, the ranking engine calculates its its rankings, they were very high up on all the lists that they that they were put on. They weren't ranked as much, but they were high on right. each list, like in the top right. five so, or 10. So fewer people you know ranked it, but the people that did rank it, ranked it very high. Okay. So the first one is Brass Birmingham. And that's one of those that I was really tempted to back on Kickstarter and just yeah. didn't. I and need to play this game. Yeah. I can't speak to it. I don't know if any of us any of us can. No, but I but from what I hear, because um, there's more than one Brass yes. game, and from what I, I believe Birmingham, people are saying, is probably one of the better implementations of Brass mm -hmm. is kind of the going, like mm -hmm. if I were to try one out, that's the one I would go go grab just it's, because of what has been said about it. It's the reimplementation of the original. The Lancashire version is a completely new map. Okay. And 
and so it differs. But the Birmingham is essentially a um, well. Maybe uh, I got that backwards in. You said Lancashire is a newer. Well, they 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 came out with Birmingham and Lancashire. Right. Birmingham is is the reimplementation of the original, and Lancashire is like kind of a new take on its new okay. board and stuff. Okay. But I think more people are still saying Birmingham is okay because it's 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 the original brass just updated. Gotcha. Yeah, and just gotcha. uh, just as another little data point, so Brass Birmingham was number fourteen in, in twenty eighteen. It was number fourteen on the ranking engine, and Lancashire was number twenty four. So they're wow. both really high. So I mean, like Brass, whatever version you get, apparently it's pretty awesome. Right, and the you other one, brass. the other one I'll mention is Too Many Bones. It's another uh, niche favorite. It's one that the people that have it and have ranked it really like it. Okay. Uh, so it's a, a big dice chunking game. Do you and play that with Scott Morris, yeah, right? Yeah, that's like Scott Morris's favorite game. Yeah. yeah. He, he's probably the one who ranked it so many times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the last one is uh, is the worst game that shows up on our list, and it's really not a surprise that this one is where it is. It's Monopoly. Monopoly. <laughs> oh. it was Man, last, people always hate on Monopoly. It was last on the Man. list. Man, they can, they can how, get our logo too. How yeah. many How many unique <laughs> games? Do you know how many unique games there were? Now, so unique games that have a rank. So yes. the, not every game gets a rank because there's not enough times for it to be. Ba- basically, I want to know what number Monopoly was. Number 723. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Hasbro needs to get together. But that would be an interesting data point is <laughs> the unique games. I should have done that one. We did. Well, I, man, that's some really <laughs> fascinating stuff. Though. I mean, I think it's interesting the data you can pull out of that system. And so, <laughs> just to remind everyone, as you're using that, you're only helping us compile better data, more accurate data. I don't want to just kind of, um, kind of advertise for the the ranking engine. But no, no I, I think mean, we seriously. Should. And I think we should. I think you might hear that, us. You, know? you might hear us talk about like plugging the ranking engine throughout the year. You already have, or you may get tired of hearing us talk plugging the ranking engine. But the reason why we're doing that is because the more data we get, it might be the first time somebody else has heard us plug it, they haven't heard of it before, and the more data we get, the, the, the cooler and more interesting yeah. a lot of this becomes, and it's, and it's just another way to kind of validate uh, what you like in games, and you might even be surprised. Uh, it's also a cool way to spend your evening. If you have uh, nothing else to do, you couldn't get a game together that night, <laughs> and you got a brew, sit and rank games, because it is a lot of fun. No, it ends up being fun. It's agonizing choices that time. Yeah, so one of the other things, just so that people kind of know what's potentially coming this year, hopefully I'm, um, we'll see how much time I get to work on it, but one of the things I would love to do is make it so that it can suggest games to you. Oh, you're thinking about doing yeah. the recommendation thing. Yeah, so ah. like after you get finished ranking your list, it'll look through your list and see what you don't have on your list that other people ranked highly so like, but ranked similarly to you. So, like and so other it, people that rank Brass Birmingham highly recommend whatever side or whatever, right. correct? Right, so it, yeah, it would look at all the data and come up with recommendations for you. And uh, it's using the rankings to do that, not like a categorical, right? like this game's like this, so you like that, but actually people like you right. people like, like this, you, yeah. and they like this too. Yeah, basically it would compare your ranking I against... I like that yeah. a like, lot more than the whole idea of like, here's some similar mechanics, you should right. go check that out. Yeah, so yeah that, that's good because sometimes you don't want too many of the same game. You want a little bit of diversity. Well, and it, it also makes the ranking engine a little bit more fluid, so it's not based on some type of category system that we created, but more of a mathematical logarithm that just kind of has a life of its own. I think that's actually really cool. Yeah, so hopefully that'll be coming this year at some point. I expect it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, real quick, you can also expect some pretty good stability type of updates and stuff for it this year. It's it's just going to become a better and better experience to use it. For everyone who's used this, uh, the ranking engine, thank you. And for all those you haven't, you know, like I said, give it a try. That's just some pretty fascinating stuff. Like I, I find that kind of thing is uh, really interesting. So www.pubmeeple.com, chase the links to the ranking engine, which are right there at the top of the page, so it should be hard to find. You can import your collection or any list from BGG. You can also just copy-paste them from a spreadsheet if you keep them that way, or just type them all in. You can rank anything. You can rank your favorite board games. You can rank your favorite food. You can rank your favorite beers. You can rank your favorite people. The possibilities are endless. It's amazing. <laughs> it's like MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And on that note, <laughs> yeah, you should be able to end the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. On this microbrew episode, we are talking. You know, I don't even know what the topic is. <laughs> I want this. I want this in a. Was, this needs to be a, an outtake, like at the very I was, back. I was totally ready to dive in. What are we calling this topic?